0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. here to tell you about my Giza Dream bedsheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet.
2: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
3: You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. What a day. It's
4: Thursday, May 19th. You're watching American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. And good lord, is there a lot of news to get to today. We're going to be joined by Sean Stone in the third hour. Very excited to talk to him about his newest creations. We'll be taking your phone calls in the second hour as well, but I have just too much to talk about, too many videos that I just desperately want to show you. So let's not waste any time and get right into it with our Daily Dispatch. Okay, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Thursday, May 19th, 2022. House passes bill to prevent domestic terrorism in the wake of Buffalo mass shooting. The House of Representatives voted 222 to 203 on Wednesday to pass a bill aimed at preventing domestic terrorism and combating the threat of violent extremism by white supremacists. The bill passed, the Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act of 2022. They had it there in their back pocket, just ready to whip out at a moment's notice once they got the right justification with the Buffalo shooting. Of course, this is probably one of those bills presented by the ADL. They'd worked on this long, long before. It has nothing to do with domestic terrorism. It does have to do with creating all new offices and entirely new bureaus of government oversight, DHS, will create entirely new offices. Lawmakers are under pressure to take action in the wake of the tragedy. Quick, do it now before people have time to think. The Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act would set up offices specifically focused on domestic terrorism at the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Justice, and the FBI. So uh, clearly this will stop the the white supremacy and uh, terrorism In this country that we know is just wrecking havoc on a continual basis. It's the biggest problem in the country. It's the only problem that the government can focus on other than the war in Ukraine, which also is of the utmost importance and is worth destroying everything over. Your freedom, your lives, your supply chain, everything, absolutely everything. Speaking of, Biden invokes Defense Production Act to address national shortage of baby formula. Again, sort of a good and bad news, right? The good news is they're actually doing something to try to you know get babies fed in america Uh, the bad news is that they're doing the defense production act to make this happen you could just have the fda not shut down the production sites you could just have the fda get out of the way and not cause the problem in the first place you could not shut down the supply chain you could not interfere this is the way the government works they cause the problem and then their solution is more government power and more government action president joe biden on wednesday invoked the uh, defense production act in a major step to produce the supply of baby formula the announcement means the federal government will prioritize key ingredients for formula production and compel suppliers to provide the needed resources for formula manufacturers ahead of other customers ordering these goods of course that's not the problem the problem is that the fda shut down the largest formula production plant in america and is continuing to keep it shut down so just great great job guys Meanwhile, Turkey blocks the start of NATO talks on Finland and Sweden's application. If you're a regular viewer of this show, if you've been watching my career here at InfoWars for a while, you might not you might know I'm uh, not the biggest fan of Turkey. There's a personal experience I had where the Turkish mafia tried to extort me out of thousands of dollars, but that's a whole different story. The point is, I'm not the biggest fan of Turkey, but here I have to thank Turkey for possibly stepping us away from the brink of nuclear exchange with the country of Russia. So thank you, Turkey. Thank you, Recep Erdogan. Incredible. It's, it's good news. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit more. But uh, totally pointless to, for us to agree to go to war to pledge our country's children to die in a war over Finland and Sweden when the possibility is war, of war is only being aggravated and accelerated by their inclusion in NATO. Meanwhile, Musk says ESG is an outrageous scam after Tesla index exclusion, which it absolutely is, and we'll talk more about this uh, on the other side. It's virtue signaling. Even if you are a company who's doing all the things they want to do, if you don't virtue signal, it's just, it's all, it's just a scam. It's just a scam. Like, you can just literally say it's as simple as that. It's just a scam. And by the way, the disinformation board is dead. That's the last story.
3: journal with your host harrison smith watch it live right now at band.video
4: all right all right all right and we just have really honestly an insane amount of news to get to and, and videos to get to and the more i talk about how many stuff we get to the less i get to right so shut up harrison just play the things play the videos already Problem is I have so many, I can't even find the one I'm looking for. Here you go. Clip number four. We're just going to start off with this. Just to to kick us off this morning, just to remind you that everything we're going to be talking about in today's program, the absolute controlled demolition collapse of the first, uh, first world, the starvation and famine that will then occur in the third world, the reorganization of national sovereignty into simply unwilling states of an unelected corporate oligarchy sitting on top of the entire globe. It's all not new. None of this is new. It's all happening right now, but it was all laid down years and years and years ago. It's been a plan in works for a long time, and one man identified it very, very early on. His name, of course, was Alex Jones. Here he is in 2002 telling you what was coming. Facts and common sense are
5: in. Yes, there have been corrupt empires. Yes, they manipulate. Yes, there are secret societies. Yes, there have been oligarchies throughout history. And yes, today in 2002, there is a tyrannical organization calling itself the New World Order, pushing for worldwide government, a cashless society, open borders, total and complete tyranny, where human beings are absolutely worthless. There's six and a quarter plus billion of us, and the globalists have said it many times, there's too many of us, we're causing a problem, uh, we need to be cold at the tune of 80%. It's an amazing to talk about that, but it's the globalists, the UN, their own public statements, and they've convinced a lot of liberals and elitist conservatives and others uh, that by going along with this, that we're intelligent members of society. It's the ultimate Malthus world view. It is... Uh, this radical, virulent form uh, of social Darwinism. It's the excuse of tyrants. And by creating open borders where there's no national sovereignty and only global bodies that control all the resources. By centralizing and socializing health care, the state becomes God, basically, when it comes to your health. And then by releasing diseases and viruses
4: and plagues upon us, we then basically get shoved into their system. It's like he lays it all out, 100 percent, right? It just In that one two-minute clip, less than two-minute clip, how long is that? One minute and 30 seconds. He lays out the entire program, simply clearly and now we've been living it in the 20 years since that was a 20 year old clip and yet he got absolutely everything exactly right here's one problem I'm having just in doing my job and it's a a uh, what's, what's the phrase for it too many blessings I, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what it is right but back in the day back in 2002 there was only one person really reporting on this and it was Alex Jones and, and that was all. But because of his incredible work, because he was telling the truth and there are still thinking human beings out there with the ability to comprehend what he was saying and understand that it was true, there are now a million Alex Joneses. There are now so many Alex Joneses all fighting this same fight on our side. It actually makes my job harder because now there's more – you know, there's more people reporting on this stuff, more people uncovering this stuff, more people making brilliant points about what's going on. It's – fantastic, actually. It's amazing to see this happen. Alex Jones lit the torch, but now 10,000 more torches have been lit, and the world is just ablaze with this energy of resistance against the new world order. It really is incredible. And a group has come up with a documentary called Expose the Reset, exposethereset.com. Let's go now to clip number 22 as we see Anyways, I would call I would call these people and these organizations the children of Alex Jones, the the followers, the inheritors of the infowars mindset. Even as we continue to be attacked and degraded and demonized, there are ten million of us. It's unstoppable at this point. Here is uh, the trailer for the new documentary film exposing the Great Reset.
6: The effect will be much similar to. Uh, World War, and actually all countries in the world are affected.
4: We can reshape the world in ways we couldn't before, ways that better address so
7: many of the challenges we face, and that's why so many are calling for a great reset.
8: Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon. Millions of Americans staying at home are relying on Amazon.
4: You'll own nothing, and you'll be happy. It's a phrase you've probably heard over the last couple of years,
9: but what exactly does it mean? Project the
4: reset. Expose the reset. Great reset. The docu-series. So that's the new docu-series. Exposethereset.com, I guess is where you can find it. Again, we have no... I don't know who these guys are. I don't. We don't have any connection with them from InfoWars. It doesn't do us any favors to send you to somebody else's website or show you somebody else's video. But the point is not our own aggrandizement, is it? It's not that, you know, I just say we're not in it for the money, folks. No, it's a spiritual mission. It's a war. It is an information war. And these are our allies. Another force has joined the fight, and we continue to grow stronger. So it's incredible, and uh, we love seeing the way that this, alternative viewpoint that you cannot trust the people in charge, that the schemes that they're coming up with are noticeably bad for you and they should be resisted and they should be explained. And the way to resist them is first to explain what's going on, to identify what's happening, who's doing it and why, and then taking that information and girding yourself with it guarding yourself with it, armoring yourself with this information as a way to prevent their manipulation of you, but also as a way to undermine their foundation. I want to go finally to uh, another clip here. Clip number 23 is a guy we've showed his videos before. I think he's got the Alex Jones spirit as
0: well. Let's watch. You're pushing these white folks, and you're pushing them, your long-legged mac dad is pushing them and pushing them and pushing them, and they're, they're, they're going to get, listen, you're going to push people to the point where they're not going to take it no more. These white folk are not going to take it. You're taking their tax money, you're closing down their jobs, you're shutting down their banks, you're telling them what they can and cannot do, you're giving billions of dollars to acorns, you're taking their tax money and giving it to people to buy drugs, you're killing babies and you won't stop. You're telling lies, and you're demoralizing our nation. You're destroying everything that has made this nation White folk getting ready to rise up. They don't want to take it no more. I'm joining
4: them. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm joining them. I am. I'm joining them. Yeah, you're welcome to. Of course, it has nothing to do with white or black. It has to do with whether or not you want to be free, whether or not you want to be uncontrolled, whether or not you want to make decisions about your own life and have the— freedom just be left alone and allowed to pursue your own happiness or whether you want to be dictated to by some unelected, unqualified scumbag in Washington, D.C. It should be a, a point that unifies every thinking human being. Every single person in this country and around the world should be on board with our resistance because It benefits everybody because nobody deserves to have their people, they themselves individually, their family, their culture, their religion stomped on and crushed into dust so it can be folded in to this plastic monoculture of globalism. It's all about reducing the exceptional inhumanity down to a nub, grinding them down until they don't exist anymore, until they're all one beige faceless mass of – Controllable automatons. That's what the great reset is. When they say you'll own nothing and you'll be happy, they mean you will own nothing and you'll be on drugs. That's what they mean. They mean you'll for- they'll force you to be happy. It means they'll implant something in your brain to uh, trigger your dopamine receptors so you think you're happy when in any other situation you would be in abject misery and wouldn't stand for it. They want to reduce you down to a putty, to mold into their own design. They think they're gods and they're at war with God in an attempt to usurp him. really is as simple as that. Alex Jones explained it in 2002 and it's been unfolding before us ever since. Now we're at the crux and the crucible of the situation and they're signing the treaties this weekend to make the New World Order a reality. Unless we stop it.
10: The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny Lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their laws. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and, and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is some globalist-controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario, and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into to Infowars.com, because truth is absolutely paramount. I want to thank all of you over the years who have supported InfoWars financially and with word of mouth and prayer. All the success that we've had together against the globalists, and the fact that we're not caught flat-footed during their major takeover is because of you. Humanity has a real fighting chance. I just want to thank you all for buying products at InfoWarsWars.com, like books and films and supplements and water filtration, air filtration, so much more. But for those of you that want to actually give us a straight donation so we get almost 100% of the money to fund our operation during this critical time, Go to InfoWarsStore.com, and right at the top, you'll see a link to make a straight donation. A one-time donation of $5, $10, $50, or a recurring donation you can cancel anytime. I want to thank all of you that have donated. I want to encourage those of you out there that want to support freedom to take action now and be part of the global awakening, the new renaissance that's counter the Great Reset by going to InfoWarsStore.com and clicking on the Donate button and giving today. Thank you so much for your support. Please take action.
3: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right,
4: welcome back, folks. We're going to talk about the war in Ukraine. We're going to talk about the disinformation board. We're also going to just mock savagely Karine Jean-Pierre. Just a hilarious failure of a uh, first couple of outings as uh, White House press secretary. But I'm sort of, uh, sort of unsure how to cover this because, well, I-, I complained about it before. You know, all of these things are so deeply intertwined. I have a lot of videos about Jean Pierre just to illustrate what a horrific failure she is but you know some of the stuff she's talking about is related to other stuff so let's talk about the disinformation board as we know yesterday it broke during our show the disinformation board was shut down major victory woo let's all celebrate it's over except it's not except it's continuing at pace uh, completely not derailed whatsoever and that's what we're we're learning here but of course this was reported as being the result of disinformation and misinformation. See, everybody going, whoa, you're violating the First Amendment. Are you telling me you're creating a wrong think board? Are you telling me you're creating a ministry of truth? That's horrific, wrong, and entirely unconstitutional. And they're like, oh, no, it's disinformation. Oh, no, you're spreading disinformation about us. Because disinformation means complaints. It means speaking up against them. It means anything that's contrary to what they want you to believe, even when what they believe is is just completely outrageous, ridiculous, and nonsensical. So that's what they're calling disinformation. Oh, all this disinformation about Nina Jenkowitz by showing her videos? Like, what are you talking about? No, it makes no sense. But of course, the important thing to understand here is that it was in no small part due to the memes and mocking and speaking up of the American people that stopped this from happening. See, we're seeing the effectiveness and usefulness of free speech in that we used it to get rid of the disinformation board. You take that away, what do we have left? That's the question you need to ask. Free speaking speech that, is the most peaceful thing a country can ever ask for.
9: Speaking that? of that, uh Zero Hedge has a uh has a great article on this and uh what's what's the nickname for Nina Jenkowitz? Uh
4: M- Myrtle, moaning Myrtle, is that what they call her?
9: Scary Poppins.
4: Scary Poppins, yeah.
9: We all thought that was pretty hilarious in the uh In the uh, control room this morning.
4: Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. She's not going anywhere, and she didn't just start this. She's been working on this since probably uh, late last year. She's been operating in the DHS with Alejandro Mayorkas and others to work behind the scenes to create this disinformation governance board to stop people from saying things like, Ukraine is not a democracy or, uh, you know... Whatever, whatever else. Men are men and women are women. You know, the disinformation that they're uh, having to contend with at all times. But again, we played a part in this. We all played a part in this. Little annoying. Jack Posobiec thinks he's the only one that played a part in this. I, I don't even remember. I don't think he broke anything. He didn't uncover anything. It doesn't matter, though. Uh, he's just taking credit for, <laughs> for ending this. Very weird. No, it was literally tens of millions of people pissed off at this, mocking this, making fun of this, speaking up against this, and bringing this down. But again, they didn't bring anything down, I'll show you in just a second. But first, let's take a look at some of the uh, effectiveness of the meme warfare that took place. Nina uh, was very concerned about the, the abuses that she was receiving. I'm not sure which clip it is here. Clip 17, here's uh, Nina Jenkowitz talking about the uh, memetic warfare that she was a victim of. Let's watch.
3: One of the things that I get pretty frequently as a woman in my 30s without children is I get sent pictures of empty egg cartons, which are meant to remind me that my fertility is waning. That-
4: <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm sorry. Is that disinformation? <laughs> sorry, you old hag. Are, are, are you is that wrong? Is that not true? <laughs> uh, hilarious. But yeah, Uh Sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, did you try to start a ministry of truth and now people are sending you pictures of egg cartons? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry for you. You're trying to destroy the First Amendment and people don't like it? Oh, geez. No. No, not memes. They didn't send you memes, did they? Oh, my gosh. You poor dear. I can't believe it. And so, of course, they had to shut down the disinformation board because it resulted in just a massive outcry pointing out that this was the institution of abject tyranny. And so they did what people in power and despots do in this situation. They're continuing to do what they were doing. They're not stopping their activity, but they are doing it in secret now. They are concealing it. They are hiding it. That's why they keep using the term paused. It's paused, okay? It's very paused. Let's just just start with that. It is a very paused conception that we're dealing with here. Let's go now to clip number 13 where our good friend Jean-Pierre was asked if the disinformation board – was being shut down because of disinformation.
11: Here it is. You think the board was mischaracterized? Then the disinformation board is being shut down because of disinformation. Is that what's happening here? Look,
8: I mean, the the board was put forth for a purpose, right? To make sure that we really did a t- a, uh, really did address what was happening across the country when it came to disinformation. And it's on, okay now? no, it's just point, it's just going. It's it's going to pause. There's been a mischaracterations from outside, uh, outside forces, and so now what we're going to do is going to we're going to pause it and we're going to do an assessment. But the work does, the work doesn't stop. We're still going to continue the work. The DHS is still going to continue the okay. work.
4: Yeah, see, everybody got mad that we wanted to create a ministry of truth, and so uh, we're going to continue to do it. We're just not going to talk about it anymore. See, our mistake was letting you know what we were doing so you could object to it. Uh, We should have really instituted everything in secret behind the scenes so you didn't have a chance to object, and so we could have called your objections disinformation at that point. we, (laughs) We did it all backwards. Let's go now to clip number 19, where again, she's asked about the pausing of this disinformation board, and again, she repeats as she just did in that clip. They're not stopping anything. They're continuing on. They're just doing it in secret. Here it is.
6: Um, DHS said today that they'll be causing the disinformation governance board. Um, did the White House play a role at all in um, perhaps expressing frustration on how it was rolled out or uh, express any um, involvement in how and whether or not it should be paused? Um, and then also some experts have said that it was sort of set up to fail the way it was rolled out. Do you have a response to that?
8: So um, the board has never convened. Uh, it uh, so that's it, it never convened, and and the board is uh, is yes, the board is uh, is is pausing in the sense that it will not convene while former Secretary Chertoff and former Deputy AG Gorlick uh, do their assessment. Uh, but the departments work across several administrations to address address disinformation that threatens the security of our country is critical and that will indeed continue. And again, neither uh, Nina Jankovic nor the board have anything to do with the censorship or with removing content from anywhere. Their role is to ensure that national security officials are updated on how misinformation is affecting the threat threat environment. Uh, She she has strong credentials and a history of calling out misinformation from both the left and the right, and that's uh, uh, and that's our focus. House,
6: did the White House play a role at all in whether it should be paused or what should happen with, with the board?
8: No, first of all, like I said, this, this is what's happening. There is a pause. Uh, we did not have an in- involvement in this at all. another.
4: So funny. It's just like, you might as well be, be ruled by, by robots, right? It's like trying to argue with a with a robot phone operator. That's just like, why is this happening? And they're just like, the disinformation board is being founded to stop the disinformation from being spread, which is a threat to national security. And it's like, can you stop reading and answer my questions like a human being? No, you can't. OK, that explains it. Yeah, the disinformation board is not going anywhere, folks. It hasn't stopped. It hasn't slowed down.
10: I never compromise the quality of ingredients we put in InfoWars Live products. And that's why for more than two years we've been sold out of Ultimate Bone Broth. And we could never get the ingredients again until now. And we have reformulated and not just used the same ingredients, we've boosted it and made them even stronger. So out of all the bone broths out there, I'm telling you, this is next level. Listen to what it's got in it. Cutting edge chicken bone broth protein isolate powder for better flavor and dissolvability. It's got turmeric root, chaga mushroom, bee pollen, goji berry, alfalfa herb powder, and a bunch of other amazing known berries that turbocharge your body with antioxidants. And then it's got a bunch of other incredible things like magnesium, potassium, and sodium added i mean this sucker has got everything for your electrolytes it's got real organic cocoa butter powder with natural chocolate flavor and a touch of sea salt and it just goes on and on it is now back in stock ultimate bone broth plus available at 20 percent off and free shipping out of the gates at infowarsstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today
3: You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Folks, let's talk about disinformation, shall we? Let's
4: talk about disinformation. Uh, let's see some of the biggest purveyors, uh, purveyors of disinformation. Here's a, and again, this is just... Imagine, just imagine the chutzpah of being this guy. Let's go to clip number seven. Here's Anthony Fauci telling the American people with a straight face, there were no lockdowns. What are you talking about? We never locked down.
1: Here it is. Why you're asking me about lockdowns because there were not complete lockdowns in this country. There were restrictions, obviously, but there were not lockdowns. China is now going into a real lockdown so i would disagree with characterizing whatever went on in this country as a full lockdown
4: yeah it wasn't a full lockdown see we allowed you to step outside we didn't kill your your dogs and cats so it wasn't really a lockdown actually we were never locked down if you say we were you're spreading disinformation how dare you just incredible isn't it it's like this is the way disinformation works right The virus comes out. We go this. They're going to lock us down. They go. No, we're not. That's disinformation. All right. We're going to lock you down for two weeks. It's not going to be two weeks. It's going to be two years. That's disinformation. Shut up. Two years later, we're still under some form of lockdown, though it's freed up a little bit at this point. Then they put you under lockdown. We go these lockdowns are going to destroy the economy. No, they're not. Shut up. That's misinformation. The lockdowns don't work. Shut up. That's misinformation. Of course, it's all true. It all comes out. You see, the lockdowns destroyed the economy. The lockdowns didn't help. The lockdowns didn't do anything. The lockdowns were, were brutal and horrific and, and life-destroying for millions of people. Well, there never were, there were any lockdowns. We never locked down. That's disinformation now. It was disinformation when you said there were going to be lockdowns. It was disinformation when you said the lockdowns weren't good or effective. And now it's disinformation that there was lockdowns at all because it's not complete lockdowns. And you can see the fact check right now. A fact check. Republicans say that America locked down during COVID. We rate this pants on fire. Totally false. No, no, because a complete lockdown would mean nobody was allowed to ever leave their house and people could leave their home. So there was no lockdown. There was never any lockdown. We never locked down and uh, COVID wasn't made in a lab. That's the way uh, disinformation works. Let's look at another little piece of disinformation that we knew at the time. Here's Biden on March 31st of this year, just completely lying about gas prices. Clip number five.
7: Mr. President, how
10: much in monetary terms do you estimate today's announcement will reduce gas
8: prices and when can Americans expect to see these changes?
7: That's a really important question, and there's no firm answer to it. But prices already came down when it was announced ahead of time that Biden was going to release so much and so much energy from so many barrels of oil from the spro. They're already come down. My guess is we'll see it come down, continue to come down. Um, but how far down, I don't think anyone can tell. And there's going to be a slight delay because if you go out there and you're a gas station and you purchased X amount of gas at a certain price, you're not going to lower the price of the pump until you're able to get back what you invested. And that I'm talking matter of, I think, you know, days and weeks, but it's hard to tell. And the other thing is exact, but it will come down and it could come down fairly significantly. It could come down Better part of you know anything from ten cents to thirty-five cents a gallon It's unknown at this point.
4: Yeah, it's unknown. It could go down ten cents, could go down thirty-five cents, or it could go up a dollar. Oh, we just don't know. We just we're just uh, totally unsure. There's Joe Biden telling you on March thirty-first of this year. Of course, gas prices are down, obviously, and they're going to continue to go down. Of course, they were up massively at that point. They continued to go up, but I'm sorry I'm spreading disinformation because I'm disagreeing with the blatant lies being told by the Biden administration. But there's a reason why the people the, – the fighters against disinformation are so uh, quick to use disinformation it's because it's useful because disinformation is very useful, and they're getting to the point now that they are so confident in themselves that they're admitting this basically outright. Let's go now to clip number 16, where NBC, uh, MSNBC's Donnie Deutsch uh, basically says, look, we can't stand on our record. We, we haven't done anything for the American people. There's no reason they should vote for us. So we have to fabricate scariness. We have to fabricate fear in order to demonize our opponents and get people to vote for us. Here's Donnie Deutsch giving the game up.
6: The question is, what is the best way – to push back on this hatred, what's the best way to push back on this conspiracy theory that, that's based on a Jewish international banker? Uh, I mean, just it is so anti-Semitic, uh, and of course they've they've slotted George Soros in there, trying to make the country like browner and blacker. What's the best way for people to push back on that lie? You, you take this heinous platform and you make the Republicans own it. I want to say it again. Make the Republicans own it. Every Republican politician, every Republican candidate, ask them about it. Make it because they, can, they, they can't run from it because it's, it's part of who they are at this point. As disgusting as that is. But make it the Republican replacement theory. Mainstream it because it, this is the way you have to scare. We, we don't have the economy on our side as Democrats. So you have to scare the bejesus out of people. The way to scare it is say, you know, this replacement theory theory, this is not just coming from some dark corner of the web. This is the Republican platform. Make them own it. And Democrats run from this fistfight. I know in the previous segment, Eugene Daniels, he talked about the president not wanting to call out names. Call out Tucker Carlson. Call out the politicians and make this, make them own it. This is a Republican platform. It's the racist Republican replacement theory. Well, you know, the thing is, I'm I'm not so uh, concerned uh, at the end of the day about commentators uh, as I am
4: Oh, is that. Well, the economy is not our sides. So we really have to scare people. Like, that's what he said. That's literally what he said. There's like, well, this is just a completely fabricate. Like, we are using the deaths of innocent people to grandstand. We're blaming the Republicans for those deaths. We're going to put them in a position where they either have to you know condemn their own supporters who are like hey we're white and we don't want to be destroyed in this country we're sick of being you know having laws written that actively discriminate against us we we are sick of being treated like second class citizens in the country that we grew up in like what the hell and it's like are you sir sir do you support the murder of innocent people or will you throw your supporters under the bus these are your options that we're giving you because we're completely dishonest and manipulative and we don't actually have any soul or care about anything but we do desperately desire power and you're standing in the way of it so do you condemn the idea of white people being replaced like in other words are you in favor of the great reset will you co-sign our plan to you know with replacement migration right that's what they're essentially asking they're putting republicans in the position where they're basically saying if you don't agree that population replacement is a good thing it needs to continue and you need to throw your own supporters and you know native americans under the bus or you're in favor of murder or you're a murderer that supports domestic terror those are your options and i'm just i'm just an innocent democrat just just loving everybody and i, I just am innocent and want to get to the truth no they're just despicable manipulative scumbags They don't give a damn about death. They don't give a damn about people dying. They don't give a damn about shootings or hate crimes or anything of the sort. It's all about raw power to them and whatever psychological levers they can pull to manipulate the American people into voting for them because they have nothing, because they offer them nothing, because every one of their plans blows up in their face and leaves American people shattered at the end of it. So what they have to do is tell you that you either vote for Democrats or you're a domestic terrorist. You either vote for Democrats or you uh, believe in an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory that bankers run the world. These are uh, these are the options that they're giving you. It's clear and plain manipulation, they use disinformation like a sword to cut the throat of the American people. They do it continuously, whether it's Anthony Fauci or Joe Biden or their little lapdogs in the media. They continuously promote and perpetuate disinformation in a concerted psychological operation to trick the American people into surrendering without a fight and into giving up their every freedom and their every ability to pursue their own line of happiness in favor of surrendering all of that sovereignty to unelected corporate billionaires who run a global government. It's, an, it's a complete and total scam. The disinformation board is the insult cherry on top of the Sunday. It's a slap in the face as they spread this disinformation and then tell you they're going to create entirely new arms of the government to silence you from exposing their lies. We'll continue to expose their lies. Screw them.
10: Ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of natural compounds out there that turbocharge and boost our stamina, our energy, our libido, that are also amazing pre- or post-workouts. And we went out and looked at the top brands, the top reviews, and came out with Alpha Power. Now, it's so hard to source good, clean herbs like we have in this that it's been sold out for more than six months, but now Alpha Power is back in stock at InfowarStore.com at 40% off. Go to infoworkstore.com and read about these compounds and ingredients for yourself and then try it for yourself. Now the formula is made for men, but it does amazing things for women as well. Find out. What just one of the ingredients does, LJ100, and then go on from there. Alpha Power, exclusively available right now, 40% off at InfowarStore.com, and it funds the Infowar. You are really missing out if you don't experience what Alpha Power does. It has improved my life and so many others just to incredible levels. I don't like coming to you and saying this could be our last broadcast. Hell, I've been on there 27 years, and only the last year or so have I said that. But let me tell you, the New World Order is breathing down our neck. The big globalist publications are coming after us, and they're doing everything they can to shut us down. So please pray to keep InfoWars on the air, and please support the local station you're listening to as well. At the same time, go to InfoWarsStore.com while you still can, and get a book, get a film, get a T-shirt, get some supplements, because it's that money that helps us stay on air in the face of this thing. I need your help more than ever now. I want to keep fighting the globalists, but I can't do it if you don't support us so pray for us word of mouth tell folks about the broadcast however you can and buy great products that will enrich you and your family's lives every day at infowarsstore.com whether it's high quality coffee or supplements or books or films all of it nurtures the soul all of it empowers humanity all of it is pro-human and pro-god thank you so much
3: you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video
4: Right, welcome back folks. This is the Jam packed show we have for you today. Unfortunately, uh, Sean Stone's not gonna, well, bad news. The bad news is Sean Stone's not gonna be able to join us today, unfortunately. Uh, he's had to reschedule. That's the bad news. The good news is means we have a whole hour to take your phone calls at the uh, end of the show today. So we'll open up the phone lines in the second hour and take it through the third. While we're talking about the disinformation board and the disinformation about the disinformation board, the disinformation fugue state recursive kind of um, you know feedback loop that we're in right now, here's an amazing revelation that was discovered in the... And again, this is the type of thing I – feel, I feel bad that we didn't find this out ourselves. Sometimes I need to take my own advice. I always say you know, if you want to really learn what the conspiracy is, if you want to find out how intertwined and entangled so many of our elites are, just go to their Wikipedia page and start clicking on names and start clicking on histories and just see where they came from and who they're married to and who they're related to. And you start to build the web. You start to see the web manifest as you make all of these connections. So, of course, we did that with Nina Jankowitz, but uh, apparently we missed this until it was revealed, I believe, in the Washington Post article yesterday. They had a picture of Nina Jankowitz. They thought it made her look cool, bathed in green light as she worked very diligently at spreading her disinformation. Strangely enough, however, it says Nina Jankowitz, who served as a Fulbright fellow, works in a press room at Volodymyr Zelensky's campaign headquarters in 2019 in Kiev. Uh, Ukraine, Jenkowitz was recently named the head of the Department of Homeland Security's disinformation governance board. Alexia Aurora on Twitter says actually freaking insane that the person Biden wanted to appoint for his head of anti disinformation, uh, Ministry of Truth, worked for Zelensky's campaign in Ukraine. I mean, this is this is the tangled web they weave. This is how I would say how deep it goes, but this is really sort of shallow. It's really not that deep at all. It's that you have a cabal of international manipulators who hop from country to country manipulating. That's what they do. And whether it's creating and fostering the war in Ukraine to launder tens of billions of dollars of money through that country and, you know, continue to operate their sex trafficking networks out of that country, they get the person they want elected and then they come over to America and get appointed as the disinformation governance board head so you can stop Anybody talking bad about the candidate that you got elected in Ukraine, who also, by the way, this weekend signed a law outlawing opposition political parties and newspapers. So not a democracy exactly. You help the tyrant get elected, and then you come to America, and you try to silence Americans for speaking up against America going to war for the tyrant that you got elected. It's all very simple and clean-cut and well-organized and ridiculous and outrageous and really just uh, completely illustrates what a horrific situation America as a whole is in when they are just doing this with complete abandon and they haven't stopped. Like we said, they didn't stop anything. They simply stopped publicizing what they were doing. They thought they could publicize it. made everybody mad. So they said, whoa, whoa, all right, fine. Whoa, we'll keep doing this. We're going to do it in secret. Okay, because that's how good people operate. It's how moral and ethical governments operate. When the People that you're serving rise up and demand that you stop doing something. You just keep doing it, but you hide it from them. Like this is the way – and you understand this is the way these people think, right? That they're like, oh, they're scared of the disinformation board. Well, it's best – they don't understand that it's a good thing for them. See, they, they don't understand why it's necessary that we do this. So for their own sake, we're going to hide it from them because we're the adults and they're the children – And so as adults, we get to hide things from the children because we know better than them, right? It's this condescension, this conceited outlook that they have where they legitimately believe they can do whatever the hell they want. As long as they think it's good, as long as it's in their interest, then it must happen. Anybody who's standing up against them just doesn't understand. They just don't get it. So we have to hide it from them and do it in secret. And once they realize what we're doing and expose it, then we'll call them conspiracy theorists for pointing it out and disliking it. But, of course, all this is just a prelude to our old friend (laughs) Jean-Pierre. Such a silly name. (laughs) I just laugh every time I say the name Jean-Pierre for this woman. (laughs) Uh, So here is uh, old Jean-Pierre, the new uh, uh, White House press secretary, clip number 11, uh, explaining who she is as she takes on the face of the American government in the executive branch as press secretary of the White House. Let's watch.
8: I am obviously acutely aware uh, that my presence at this podium uh, represents a few firsts. Uh, I am a black, gay, immigrant woman, the first of all three of those to hold this position. That's
4: four things, lady. I would not be
8: here today if it were not for generations of barriers, barrier-breaking people before me. I stand on their shoulders. If, if it were not for generations of barrier-breaking barrier people before me, I would not be okay, here. Okay, yeah,
4: we get it. You can but, barely but, uh, talk, and yet you're able there. to be the press secretary of the United States. Yes, you are the spokesperson for the White House, and you can hardly string a sentence together. Wow, incredible. Isn't it amazing, this progressive and uh, you know inclusive world that we live in, where you don't even have to be good at your job to get promoted as long as you're the right ethnicity and sexual orientation. (laughs) Like, it's so stupid. What you should have said there is, remember, I'm black, I'm a woman, I'm gay, and I'm an immigrant. So why don't you think about that before uh, you criticize me? Okay, why don't you take a good, hard think about what we're going to call you if you dare to criticize my complete failure to be even adequate in this job, right? When I just completely fail to uphold even the most basic standards, just remember, if you criticize that, you're being racist and sexist and homophobic and xenophobic, I mean, my God, you're a terrible person now. How dare you point out that I'm just completely unqualified for this job and bad at it too? That's, that's what it's like. Let's go now to uh, clip number 12 here uh, where you know, she's letting everybody know that uh, the Joe Biden administration it, it doesn't really care about the American people or our prosperity. They've got higher concerns.
8: The Fed chair, you know, the Federal Reserve is independent. We leave them to make their own policy decisions. We do not get involved in that. And nothing has changed on how we see the stock market. Uh, we do not. That's not something that we keep an eye on every day. Uh, so I don't have, I'm not going to comment about that from here. I-
4: yeah, we don't watch the stock market every day. Like we don't pay attention to that sort of stuff. So, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Who cares? right? It's just the stock market. <laughs> of course, stock market is uh, complete fraud anyway. So I could care less. But you would kind of want at least your. Executive branch of your government to play lip service, pay lip service to your, uh, you know, wealth that's being stored, and being held by the big banks that rise or fall due to the stock market. No, no, but they don't care. They don't care. You're going bankrupt, but they're eating cake. Let's go to uh, clip number ten here. Again, Americans can't afford gas, and uh, you can see, you know, they have these tactics. Liars do it too. You know, if you. Uh, there's a there's a great show on British television called like Would I Lie to You, and there's a classic like it's like a meme in that show where when somebody repeats the question it's because they're lying right they're trying to give themselves time to think so they're like where'd you come from they're like uh, uh, where do, uh, where did I come from you know you repeat the question to give yourself a little bit of time to answer that's what Jean Pierre is doing here and, you know sometimes I'm looking through a hundred news stories that I cut that I pulled today. And I know there's one line in one of them that I'm looking for. So I'm like kind of searching around as I talk. That's what she's doing. But she's just like frantically trying to find her script to read because she's not a thinking human being. She's an automaton that reads the script that's in front of her. She doesn't even understand it. Let's go to uh, clip number 10. jean uh, Jean-Pierre's asked a very simple question about Americans who can't afford to buy gas in this country
11: is Americans are now spending $5,000 a year on gasoline. That's almost double what they did a year ago. Where are people supposed to go to get all that extra cash?
8: To get the extra cash to pay for gas? Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things that we've been very clear about is to do everything in our power uh, to make sure uh, that we lower cost. Uh, you know, it is important. We see it. The you know, yeah, we've been sh- you know, shutting American down
4: is, are, uh, is going gas
8: uh, And that's why and... Uh, we're doing everything that we can. We've made... Um, multiple announcements in the past uh, several We've made so many months announcements, of what guys. we're doing, whether it's the strategic uh, petroleum reserve, whether it's the ethanol 15, to make sure that... Uh, yeah, those
4: don't help. That's a strategic reserve. It's a fund for a rainy day, right? It's like, well, wait, wait, wait. You're, you're spending all of our money. We have no more money. And it's like, no, it's fine. I'm taking money from our savings. So it's good. It's like, no, that's not what it's for. And it's not helpful. You're shutting down you know, drilling fields. You're shutting down oil production, and then you're tapping our strategic reserve because you can't keep the lights on without it, which is the most amazing thing. I don't quite have time for it here, but U.S. Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm was asked about the fact that people aren't able to afford gas for their cars, and she's like, just buy an electric car. <laughs> just buy an electric car. Why not? Just spend $60,000. Don't we all have that in our back pocket? <laughs> I'm a millionaire. And the funny thing is we can't keep the lights on, and we don't have any electric cars. There's hardly any electric cars. Even if just half the cars on the road were electric, our entire energy grid would collapse under the weight. It's unsustainable. They have no solutions. They're only creating problems. The problems they're creating are, like, manifesting more problems. It's like an energy domino effect.
10: It was almost 15 years ago that I released my seminal film, M-Game Blueprint for Global Enslavement. And in that documentary, I predicted the globalists would establish world government by releasing a virus, demanding that there be worldwide lockdowns, and then triggering a collapse of our industrial society. And now they've done it. How did I know they would do it? Because they wrote books and white papers, and many of their own reports and internal meetings were leaked. You see, then I was tracking the Bilderberg Group, whose head at the time was Klaus Schwab and our sources inside were confirming to us that they were indeed planning to launch this Great Reset. Well, we're now living in it. The purposeful collapse of the third world and the first world, on its ashes, a tyrannical corporate world government. The total censorship, no due process, destruction of the family, and then incrementally more and more deadly injections of poison masquerading as vaccines to poison us and depopulate us. This is what InfoWars is fighting. We're fighting for the future.
3: You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video.
6: We, we who believe, we can close the portal, but we can only close it through prayer, massive prayer. Millions of Christians praying to close the portal if you look closely there's like it's like a swirling cold Mm -hmm. uh i've tried to find you know some some natural explanation Mm -hmm. reflection uh or an aerostat balloon for weather. no I, i sent a personal friend down there he thought i was crazy i said hey do me a favor go down there you just a regular digital camera see what you see, there you can see it. Uh, It's very, very clear. Uh, It doesn't move, day or night. It's harder to see during the day, but you you see it at night. Uh, And uh, I'm absolutely convinced uh, about the inherent, there it is again, about the inherent evil of what's going on in the White House, what's going on in the country. And I think it's imperative that people know about this, that people have good faith, that Christians know about this, and we begin a, a national, essentially a prayer assault to close the portal. Closing this portal is crucial to victory.
2: Yeah.
6: The, 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 and I want others to talk about it. I want others to see it. You can look it up online. You can go to that live camera. It's up every night, folks. Mm-hmm. They'll take it down, by the way. I predict you they'll now take it down so people can't see it. Right. But, but this is not some practical joke. This isn't some... Conspiracy theory. Uh, I'm absolutely convinced that this is a. It's, de- it's demonic. It is a satanic portal. Uh, it, it is access to this earth uh, by those who are evil, and only by closing it will be we will be successful in saving uh, this nation under god
9: is roger stone serious is there a portal being used by satan and his fallen demonic legions to access the people working in power at the white house clearly the seat of power in the wealthiest nation on the planet would be of extreme interest to fallen beings hell-bent on humanity's ultimate destruction also it's more than coincidental that Washington, D.C.'s layout was designed by a Freemason who made the streets into an upside-down pentagram with the White House located precisely at its bottom point. Does this design help open the portal?
6: And yes, ladies and gentlemen, there is a satanic portal above the White House. You can see it day and night. It exists, it is real, and it must be closed, and it will be closed by prayer. You can see it on the live stream of the video pointed at the White House. No, it is not an aerostat weather balloon. No, it is not infracted light. No, it is not a reflection. It popped up after Joe Biden became president, and it will be closed before he leaves.
9: Either way, Roger is right that we need to pray for America's future. Through prayer, we can be saved from God's judgment of our land. Like Nineveh was saved from destruction after Jonah called its inhabitants to repent and return to following God and his law, rather than solely honoring the law of man. Or, like Israel and Judah, if we don't turn back to God, we will be taken into captivity by a new Babylonian empire, just like Jeremiah warned the Jewish people about, but was ignored. So satanic portal or not, pray for the United States. And most importantly, repent and seek the face of God with your heart, mind, soul, and all your strength. Never underestimate the power of prayer. This is Brian Wilson with Infowars.com.
4: Sort of horrifying stuff there. You can find that video and share it. Look into it yourself at band.video. It's titled, Is There a Satanic Portal Hanging Over the White House? It really is a spiritual war, folks. We say that a lot, but you really have to understand what that means. It means it's a war for the spirit of humanity itself. Will we descend? into captivity like brian wilson says or will we ascend into glory it's up to us entirely up to us the decisions that we make decisions being made right now are being made by demons that's why everything's screwed
3: up you're watching the american journal with your host harrison smith
8: you keep my hands on my-
3: Welcome back folks. Second hour of
4: American Journal has begun. Still a lot of videos to show you. Still just an infinite number of stories to talk about. And we'll be taking your calls this hour and the next. As we continue on our dissertation here, as we continue to discuss not just the outrageous and tyrannical activity of the United States government, but how we're exporting that around the world. I'm going to have to do like a second Daily Dispatch just so I can read the headlines to you. Of course, if you want to see any of the stories that we talked about or any of the ones that we missed today, you can go to my substack at harrisonhillsmith.substack.com. I post all of the... um articles there, all links to everything uh, that we use here on the show. So you can get an early access to it. It actually comes out before the show even starts. So if you want a heads up and you want to look deeper into anything that I cover here, go to harrisonelsmith.substack.com. But of course, you can fund us and support us and keep us on the air by going to Infowarsstore.com. We make it incredibly easy. We give you the greatest supplements the world has ever known that can absolutely improve your life and of course supports the Info war. In this all-important time, as we really do enter the crucible, where this week, we, as we know, the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, and the Sendai Framework Partnership are all meeting together. The Sindai Framework is the UN Climate Change Great Reset branch of their operation. So they're instituting global government. It's happening as we speak, and at the same time, they're creating the conditions to justify – their tyrannical actions by collapsing the economy and destroying the third world. And we'll cover it all later today. But I want to take a moment now to show you some more videos, as I still have plenty to show. And there was a very, very interesting set of uh, questioning that took place, um, Senate questioning congressional um, testimony about abortion. And a bunch of crazy videos came out about this. Do we have a chance to – Censor clip six. There's a really good clip of uh, Owen Schroyer in the InfoWars battle tank art. All right. uh, We'll show you that in just a little bit, just while we're on the topic of abortion. But for now, let's go to some of these clips from the congressional hearing that took place. First, let's go to clip number three. Just one of the most. Again, it's a religion. It's a state religion. It's a. Secular religion of sorts, and they have mantras that they say, and these mantras are there to uh, uh, substitute any critical thinking, right? No actual response or thoughtful rebuttal to arguments when you just have the mantra. You just say the sentence, and you don't have to explain anything else. Anybody who argues against you is a hateful bigot. That's the way this works. So here you see a woman being asked a very simple question that if she actually believed what she... Spoused, she'd be able to answer logically and explain her reasoning behind. But she doesn't because she can't because she has the mantra. So she just says the mantra. Let's go now to uh, clip number three.
0: So, so abortion should be allowed then, by your definition, for any reason, for any purpose, at any stage, right?
4: I trust
5: people to make decisions about their body, and then when relevant, I think that they need to consult their medical p- practitioners. Okay.
0: And not is, if Congress- it is. Listen, let me just ask you this question. If it is not lawful and morally acceptable to take the life of a 10-year-old child, I assume you agree with that, right? That would be wrong, correct? I believe that Okay. And a 2-year-old child, same thing, that would be murder. We would all agree that's wrong. Then what is the principal distinction between the human being that is 2 years old or 9 months old or 1 week old or an hour old than one that is 8 inches further up the birth canal in the utero? What's the difference? Why is it okay in the latter case and not the former cases?
5: I trust people to determine what to do with their own bodies.
9: Wow. Full stop.
4: People are allowed to do what they want with their own bodies. I believe people are allowed to do what they want with their own bodies. Right, but you're talking about murdering a child. I think people are allowed to do what they want with their own bodies. Right, but it's not your body. It's the body of a child. I think people are allowed to do what they want with their bodies. Okay, so you're an automaton, a robot. You can't think for yourself. And you had trouble even answering whether it's wrong to kill a 10-year-old child. So I don't think we should be trusting you for anything. Actually, and this is – again, these people, they live in a world of make-believe. They live in a world of unreality. They live in a world unsupported by reason or logic. They cannot tell you why they believe the things that they believe or how they are consistent in their moral beliefs to the point where they're so defensive about this. When you say, you think it's wrong to kill a 10-year-old child, right? They go, uh, uh, well, uh, yeah, Uh, Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's like – it's not a trap, dude. Do you think it's wrong to kill a 10-year-old, yes or no? I I, I feel like you're setting me up for something here. It's like, yeah, it's because you want to kill babies and you think you can arbitrarily set a uh, time limit to that, whether it's in the womb, outside of the womb. It's not a crazy thing. You've seen all the videos. Samantha Hernandez had one. There was another one that came out a few days ago. Uh, Abortion – people going around asking people who support abortion, when should abortion be limited you know when when should you not be allowed to kill your child and they're like oh i think up till they're two years old i think once they're two you know maybe then you gotta let them but i think a mother should be allowed to essentially murder her child up to two years old these are the answers that people on the street have it's an insane world that we live in these people are mindless sick monsters and uh they have no internal consistency that even validates it it's all just rote recitation of things that they've been indoctrinated with it's Horrifying, quite honestly. Let's go to another one of these clips. Clip number 20. The question is, do you believe that men can become pregnant and have abortions? You won't believe what the answer is. Here it is. A woman is.
5: I believe that everyone can identify for themselves.
7: Okay. Um, do, do you believe then that men can become pregnant and have abortions?
0: Yes.
4: Well, you can leave then. (laughs) Okay, well, that's enough of that. Thank you then, ma'am. Thank you for coming in. That's enough of you. (laughs) Go away now. Like, again, it would be one thing if it was just people on the street. It would show how this mindless non-logic and incoherence has trickled down to, you know, more the, the lower rungs of society. It's not just like the elite academics that are coming up with these rhetorical tricks to make what they are proposing sound reasonable at all. But, like, this is a woman testifying to Congress. She's sitting there with her little name placard, and she just is completely incapable of even confirming that women are women and men are men. It's we're being indoctrinated into a world of just absolute unreality. It's the only way to describe it, just completely divorced from any semblance of what is real. And it's horrifying because these people have power and they're completely disconnected. From themselves, from their own spirit, from their own world, from other human beings, they are not human in the typical sense, right? They have – they don't have that empathy that is the definition of human. They're, they're like – they've been reduced to like animalistic, call-and-response, Pavlovian uh, mindset. And again, horrific. So here let's go to uh, – now it's a Democrat asking a anti-abortion um, speaker about abortion. It's uh, Jamie Raskin, one of the worst people in the Capitol. Let's go down to clip number 30.
7: They called is candidly and openly calling for a nationwide ban on all abortions with no exceptions for rape or incest. And if I've got that wrong, I would invite Ms. Foster to correct me. Do I have it wrong? Yes or no?
5: um if we added rape and incest exceptions would you vote for it
7: uh, okay I, I reclaim my time of course <laughs> uh, the,
4: this is a position got government compelled got him you just got schooled you scumbag so funny. It was just like the almost like panic in his mind, right? Because he's right, you know, no exceptions for even rape and incest. She's like, well, we can add that. He's like, never, never mind. Forget it. Forget it. We don't actually care about that. We don't actually care about that. We just use that. We just use victims to make our position sound reasonable. What we want is endless murder up to, including, and in past birth for anybody for any reason. We just use rape and incest to create fear in the minds of our enemies so they come over to our side. See, we use the most extreme examples of what we're talking about to try to make our position sound reasonable when it absolutely isn't. I think it's brilliant, and as you know, if you watch the show, that's what I've argued for a long time. If that's their only point, rape and incest, fine. Okay, exception. There's an exception. That's the only time you can get an abortion. We all agree. Of course they don't agree, because that's not what they want, because they're just using rape and incest as a tool, because they're scumbags. Ladies and gentlemen, we have
10: contracted with one of the top companies in the United States that supplies the Pentagon, the military, the CIA, the FBI, you name it with super high-quality Faraday cages for cell phones, laptops, iPads, even huge bags for multiple desktops. This is so critical, ladies and gentlemen. Going into the future with contact tracers and the New World Order, everything is about tracking you and your family. And we have this high-quality Made in America product line, exclusively available, private label by us, known as Redux at Infowarstore.com. So go to Infowarstore.com and check out Redux. It's our first. Big run. We've made a major investment to have this produced and ready, and it's now exclusively available to you at a very low price at InfoWarStore.com. Protect your privacy from government, the UN, globalist contact tracers, hackers, criminals, you name it, with Redux exclusively available at Infowarstore.com.
1: The first ten amendments to our country's constitution were adopted in 1791. The first of these broadly protects the rights of free speech. And free press. Free speech means the free and public expression of opinions without censorship, interference, and restraint by the government. 231 years later, free speech across America is under chronic and insidious attack. GCN is under attack. Your freedom is currently under siege from those who do not want you to know the truth. I'm asking our fellow broadcasters and you to rise up and help us defend our right to continue telling you the truth. Would you like to join us? If so, please consider visiting SaveGCN.com. SaveGCN.com. You may click follow, share, give, and pray. You may select all of those choices. I'm Vincent Finelli.
3: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
4: All right, folks, let's talk about war, shall we? Let's just go to the video. I mean, you've probably all seen the video if you've been on the internet in the last uh, day or so, but. It really is perhaps the most, like the best illustration you can possibly get for everything that's wrong in this godforsaken world. Here is uh, President George W. Bush. A little bit of a, a little bit of a slip up in a speech yesterday. Let's watch.
7: In contrast, Russian elections are rigged.
6: Political opponents are imprisoned or otherwise eliminated for participating in the electoral process.
4: Are they? Oh, my gosh. Shocking.
6: The result is an absence of checks and balances in Russia and the decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine.
4: (laughs) Iraq. Anyway. uh, (laughs) Uh, It's so funny. Uh, isn't that hilarious? It's so funny. You know, like a million Iraqis are dead. <laughs> Crazy, right? I, I mean, what do you like? What do you even say to that? Right? They laugh at it. And they laugh it off. I mean, clearly, this is. Well, I don't know what this is. I was going to say, you know, clearly this is something like living in the back of George W. Bush's mind. Right? He knows full well that what he did in Iraq. He's a mass murderer. He alone is at the center of like the ignition of so many problems that we face in the world right now, right? Because what happened in Iraq spiraled out to everything else from the uh, migrant crisis to just the bankruptcy of, of this country, the failures in Afghanistan, the thousands of Americans dead, the Hundreds of thousands up to and including millions of Iraqis dead by his hand. So maybe, maybe he has a soul. Maybe he's a human being. And maybe there's something in the back of his mind that's gnawing away at him. And if that's the case, can you imagine how powerful it would be for him to cleanse his own soul, find forgiveness with God, and also be embraced by patriotic and war-despising Americans if he were to come out? And explain how all of that took place. Who told him. That Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction. Where did the lies come from. Who created this mess. Like if that's weighing on you George W. Bush. You can come clean. You can repent. We're a Christian nation still for the time being. We would embrace you. If you legitimately ask for forgiveness. And want some sort of. You know healing from. All of the chaos and horror that you've caused doesn't make it better by covering it up, right? Nothing gets better from acting like it doesn't happen. You know what you did, you know how you should feel about it, and you do probably feel that way, probably horrified. He probably wakes up in the middle of the night screaming as he gets visions of bombs dropped on Iraqi children. Now, ironically, Ukraine way 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 more justified than iraq right not even close not even a little bit close iraq never had weapons of mass destruction they had nothing to do with september 11th it was all just completely fabricated by not by one guy but by a cabal of people working behind the scenes and in the shadows and with neocon think tanks that you know are now the ones who are working with the world health organization and the rockefeller foundation and everything else we've We've, we've played out the networks before. Ukraine, however, had been infiltrated by America for years before that. Separatists had been bombed, 14,000 of them dead. Like, say what you want about the Ukrainian war. At least Putin had some semblance of a reason. At least he had some justifiable reason why he would want to invade the country on his border that is a you know key trading partner. Like all this other stuff. At least – Russia is not invading some dirt poor country on the other side of the world on a complete and total fabrication like George W. Bush did. So again, this is just something to keep in mind when you hear all of the righteous indignation and outrage from the mainstream and the leftist. If they aren't saying the same thing about the Iraq war, then they're just complete and total hypocrites who believe in nothing. Well, they're so sad about the Ukrainian war. Well, you're the ones that got us into Iraq, so – Forgive me if I don't have pity for you or your causes. You're liars. You're despicable liars that leave a trail of corpses and blood in your wake, and you pat yourselves on the back and give little speeches where you laugh about it. It's horrific. But of course, it's kind of strange too because George W. Bush says how bad it is that Russia, uh, first of all, imprisons its political opponents. Oh, gee, g- good thing that doesn't happen here, right? Well, thank God. Uh, you know, uh, unsecure elections. Oh, good thing we'll never have that issue. Because it's illegal to question our election, so that's how we know they're accurate. That's how we know they're good. I mean that alone is just outrageous. But of course he says you know, uh, they go to war because this one guy because of Putin. I'll tell you what. I'd rather have one guy that was making decisions than nobody. Who's argued in America for the war in Ukraine? Who has actually put forward the argument? Where has the debate been? Who is making these decisions? Nina Jankowitz, Victoria newland people nobody ever voted for in our entire lives but were appointed – after they got off the Zelensky campaign in 2019, I mean, at least there's one guy in Russia making decisions and then has to live with them. Our people make decisions and then disappear in the shadows, and they're never held to account for it, and are promoted and are, you know given millions of dollars in book deals and positions on MSNBC. At least they have one guy making decisions instead of a shadowy cabal of nobody, and decisions just happen, right? That's how it is in our country, and at least one. Congressman is pointing out the fact that nobody ever voted to go to war. Nobody's ever discussed whether we even have natural uh, national interests in Ukraine. It's Chip Roy in Texas, and he gave this speech yesterday. Clip number twenty-one. Just wondering, when did we vote to go to war? Let's see it.
0: I support Ukrainians, but I represent Americans, and Americans want to stand alongside Zelensky and push back on Putin, but they want us to do our job responsibly. And when I hear the majority leader of the other party say, quote, a time of war, when I sat with the majority leader in a rules committee meeting upstairs, and he said, we're at war, and I'm wondering when we voted to go to war. If people if we're going to have a proxy war and we're going to give $40 billion to Ukraine because we want to look all fancy with our blue and yellow ribbons and feel good about ourselves, maybe we should actually have a debate in this chamber, a debate in this body, because the American people expect us to do that. When the border of this country is wide open and cartels have control of it and fentanyl is pouring in and we have $30.5 trillion of debt and gas prices are spiking and $1,100 to fill a tank of diesel, and we go, oh, blank check, $40 billion. And by the way, I'm looking at my colleagues on this side of the aisle on that same point.
4: It's brilliant and it's true, but of course, this is the way the world operates now. We have a shadowy deep state cabal that's supported by the mainstream media, covered up and advocated for by them, the New York Times. And yes, there is a deep state, and yes, it is good. And yes, they did get us into war, and yes, they are carrying out operations in Ukraine like they have for the last 14 years. Yes, they did get us to this point. Yes, we are at war, not just with Russia in Ukraine, but with Russia in Syria, and with our own people here at home. They're at war, but it's not Russia and America, it's the cabal versus literally everybody else. That's the war that has gone undeclared, but is raging behind the scenes. The UN estimates that over 2 billion people alive on Earth today have
10: cognitive disabilities, lower IQs, and so many other medical issues because of one thing, iodine deficiency. And most iodine that you get from different foods is bound to other minerals or other compounds, so it's not absorbable in the body, and that's why iodine deficiency is such a huge issue. We have the purest, cleanest, best iodine in the world from deep earth crystals more than 7,000 feet deep. X2 is an amazing product, and it has been sold out for months and months and months. It is now back in stock at Infowarsstore.com for 25% off. Ladies and gentlemen, with all the supply chain breakdowns and the rest of it, I'm not sure when the next time we're going to get X2 is, so I would stock up on X2 right now at Infowarsstore.com and know that you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. That's a 360 win. You're healthier, you have a better immune system, a better focus, better clarity, and you're funding the Infowar. Please visit Infowarsstore.com and get your X2 today. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today.
3: you're tuned in to the american journal with your host harrison smith watch it live right now at band.video all right folks we are tearing through
4: these videos but we still have a lot of uh, stories to cover i'm gonna go and open up the phone lines right now give us a call here at american journal 1-877-789-2539. 1-877-789-2539. That's 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call now. Taking your calls. It's funny. I, I was actually thinking about going to that uh, video that just popped up there. But give us a call. one 789 2539 Talking about the war in Ukraine. It's really almost impossible to describe the brutality and – I don't even know how to put it the viciousness of the Russians in Ukraine. Do you know that the Russians shot a Ukrainian journalist in the head when she was wearing a press vest? Not in combat, just getting ready to go cover a story with the press vest, very identifiable, a woman a little bit older, shot in the head by a Russian sniper. And then when the Ukrainians tried to hold a funeral for her, The Russian military attacked the funeral and started beating the pallbearers that were carrying her coffin. I'm sure you've heard about this. It's been all over the news. Another example of Russia's vicious immorality as they prosecute this war with Ukraine. Of course, it's – you can't stop hearing about it. It's on every news station over and over driving home how immoral and despicable uh, Russia is. Of course you haven't heard that and of course they haven't reported that story because it wasn't Russia and Ukraine it was Israel and Palestine. So of course it's not being reported. Of course it's not being used as a tool to conjure up political will and you know widespread condemnation of the perpetrators of this. You know, again, this is the way the media operates. It's not about telling you what is true. It's not about having some sort of morality that they put forward where they say, you know, violence from state actors against innocent people is bad and we'll cover it no matter what, no matter who it is, we'll expose this sort of stuff. No, nothing of the sort. If it's useful to them, they'll report it. And if it's not, they'll scuttle it and call it disinformation and silence you from saying it, call it a conspiracy theory. It's as simple as that. So here's the report from the Daily Beast. Israel is in an all out crisis mode after terrible handling of reporters' death the death of Shireen Abu Akleh, Al Jazeera's celebrated Palestinian correspondent, who was shot in the head while covering a gun battle between Israeli army forces and Palestinian fighters in the West Bank city of Jenin last Wednesday, has spiraled from tragedy to full-blown diplomatic crisis for Israel. Except not really, <laughs> right? Oh no, is America going to stop supporting Israel now because they murdered an a, a unarmed journalist, shot her in the head? She wasn't even near the combat. Really, is it a diplomatic crisis? Is it really? No, of course not. Flattening entire office buildings, high rises. And it barely even gets reported. Now, Russians, you know, sneeze on a Ukrainian. It's it's world news. It's another condemnation. It's another forty billion for Ukraine. Israel, they'll get another. You know, a couple tens of billions from us to help them, to help protect them from the dangerous uh, journalist talking about what's happening. A series of clumsy reactions to the journalist. I love how they say clumsy. That's a clumsy reaction. <laughs> whoopsie. Whoopsie. <laughs> And the police's catastrophic handling of her funeral on Friday, where officers beat pallbearers with batons and dispersed the crowds with stun grenades, have left Israel exposed to diplomatic maelstrom. With criticism coming from even the country's strongest allies. Now, like I said, you know the mainstream media here in America won't shut up about this. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's been covered in the mainstream media. Uh, the only the only time I've seen it covered is from the New York Times and uh, AP, who just completely. Disguised the whole thing right the way they uh they phrased it was it's basically like it's the Palestinian. it was the palestinians that did it it was definitely the palestinians like okay palestinian woman not in combat has the press vest, uh, vest with a bunch of other palestinian journalists standing around shot in the head by israeli forces. like the way al jazeera reported was like they were standing here it was these people they were shot by israeli forces from this direction at this time they've recovered the the bullet and now uh Israel is saying, we're not going to investigate. Here's a story from Al Jazeera. Israel will not investigate Shireen Abu Akhle's uh, killing. The Israeli military believes the investigation would lead to controversy in Israel. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it would. Yeah, I guess that would probably lead to some controversy if you were to investigate that time that you shot a female reporter in the head. The Israeli military is not planning to investigate the killing of Al Jazeera journalist Shereen Abu Akleh, according to Israeli media, leading her family to reiterate their call for transparent probe into her shooting. Israeli's Military Police Criminal Investigation Division believes an investigation that treats Israeli soldiers as suspects will lead to opposition within Israeli society, the Israeli newspaper Heretz reported on Thursday. The Jerusalem Post also confirmed this report. Anna Aronheim says the IDF has confirmed to me that they will not be opening a criminal investigation into the death of Al Jazeera journalist Shireen Abu Akleh, who was killed during a military operation in Jenin last week. Yeah, well, kind of makes sense. <laughs> Murderer doesn't want murder investigated. Hmm. What a news, what a newsworthy story. Israeli police has not responded to queries about its de- deployment of anti-terror police at the funeral or its methods of riot control. Videos of Abu Akhle's coffin tipping over, slipping from the pallbearer's hands, and almost hitting the ground drew a rare rebuke from the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, who personally called Abu Akhle's family to express condolences over the death of the renowned Palestinian-American journalist. Yes, we're very sorry to hear about what's happening. We will continue to stand by Israel 100 percent, no matter what we're very sad that they killed this journalist, but my god, they could kill 10,000 of your family members, and it wouldn't even hamper our support for Israel. We'll still be spending them tens of billions of dollars. We will still be willing to go to war with Iran uh, for this country, but, uh, but, we, but we do feel very bad that they, uh, they killed your family member and all the other people obviously too, but uh, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. And again, it's not about hating Israel. It's about hating war. It's about hating liars. It's about hating cover-ups and manipulations and media complacency. And it's about the way that the media picks and chooses what's important to report on, what's actually reflective of the world around us. If you hysterically report on every time a white person commits a crime, the public is going to believe that, White supremacist violence is of the utmost importance. Now, if you treated the same – if you treated murderers with the races reversed, with the same hysteria, then probably the American people would think black supremacy was the biggest threat in America. It's all about just perception manipulation, where you focus your energy on, where you focus your attention on, and that's – dictated entirely not by circumstance not by what's actually happening in the world but by what serves their interest so it doesn't serve their interest to have israel under condemnation and being you know flayed in the media for their outrageous abuses against the palestinians so they just don't report it can you imagine if it was russia and ukraine can you imagine if a ukrainian journalist was treated this way by russia I mean it would be bills in Congress. It would be more tens of billions of dollars. We'd probably go to war with Russia. It would probably be like, well, that's it. We're going to war with them now. We're declaring war. But no, it doesn't, doesn't matter because uh, well, the media has other, other concerns rather than actually trying to bring about peace and justice and calm in this world. Here you see the video of uh, the coffin. I mean, literally. literally. There's a woman's body in that coffin who was murdered by the very people who are now attacking, batoning, and stun-grenading her mourners. I want to see an end to abuses in the world. I want to see an end to governments being capable of carrying out any level of terror and horror and abuses and never being held to account for it because all the people with the power to hold them to account are in their pockets and cooperating in the takeover. So sick.
3: We here at InfoWars are proud to announce the first ever Kava Kava Root Supplement that is now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today, though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, German chamomile, Organic Skullcap, and Valerian Root. We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting InfoWarsStore.com.
10: Ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of natural compounds out there that turbocharge and boost our stamina, our energy, our libido, that are also amazing pre- or post-workouts. And we went out and looked at the top brands, the top reviews, and came out with Alpha Power. Now, it's so hard to source good, clean herbs like we have in this that it's been sold out for more than six months. But now Alpha Power is back in stock at InfowarStore.com at 40% off. Go to Infowarstore.com and read about these compounds and ingredients for yourself and then try it for yourself. Now, the formula is made for men but it does amazing things for women as well. Find out what just one of the ingredients does, LJ100, and then go on from there. Alpha Power, exclusively available right now, 40% off at InfoworkStore.com and it funds the info war. You are really missing out if you don't experience what Alpha Power does. It has improved my life and so many others just to incredible levels.
3: Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
4: All right, folks. We've got to your phone calls this segment. I wonder if there's any of these stories I can just cover quickly here. Monkey Pox, that's the next uh, <laughs> next big one spreading across the U.K. and uh, the United States. It's just amazing how these things uh, come about totally randomly. Incredible. I do want to talk just a moment more about uh, war and about the war in Ukraine. Of course, Turkey is uh, blocking the uh, acceptance of Sweden and Finland into NATO, doing the rare thing of actually stepping us back away from war you know chip roy asked you know when have we debated this war you know when have we actually voted to go to war we haven't obviously never actually uh been no discussion about this and there's also been no attempt at all to actually bring peace about and that's the point just like everything else in this country these are not real problems the ukrainian war is not a real war, right? It's not uh, – it's not a democracy that's that's under threat from an authoritarian regime. It's an authoritarian regime that is in the pocket of and working on the behest of and completely corrupted by the American intelligence agencies who have for the last 10 years trained extremists in that country to target other people in that country to bring about a civil war that's killed over 14,000 in eastern Ukraine before Russia ever invaded. Like, the Ukrainian war is not the Ukrainian war. The Ukrainian war is a new battleground in a worldwide proxy war by the forces of the New World Order versus Russia, basically. Syria was where it, you know, really kicked off and got started. Like, even just two days ago, Russia launched missiles at Israeli jets that were bombing Syria. Hardly hear about it, right? But it's all part of the it's just a different battlefield on the same, you know, international conflict that we're involved in. It has nothing to do with our interests. It has to do with the deep state. And of course they've been planning this for a while. And look, we knew about all of this not just back in October when Alex Jones predicted it'll be the second week in February, Russia will invade Ukraine. Like that was that was a pretty amazing prediction in and of itself. But we can go all the way back to like 2018 or whenever when Trump was trying to investigate the corruption of American uh, officials in Ukraine, and they impeached him over it. This is all tied in together. It's not a coincidence, right? It's not just like a big coincidence that Russia invades Ukraine and we send $40 billion to Ukraine. It was also Ukraine that Trump was trying to investigate American involvement in.  … … when they impeached him for the first time and that the person he was trying to impeach – or the person he was trying to investigate, rather, was Joe Biden, who as vice president threatened to withhold billions of dollars of aid unless they fired the person investigating his son. It's just a tangled mess of corruption that Donald Trump dipped his toe into to try to uncover it and unravel it and expose it, and so they destroyed his presidency and launched the Russian dossier and the Russian investigation, also not a coincidence … That was Russia that they blamed that on. Like all of this is years in the making, right? It's not a war in the typical sense that we're used to when we think of war like World War II or World War I. These big armies are going to battle over some sort of national interest. No, it's the American people, the American military, the American intelligence agency has been saddled and bridled and is being used like a workhorse or like a piece of livestock to carry out operations that benefit only – A very select few number of unknown, largely people, who are enriching themselves and gaining power at the expense of the lives of millions. Fiona Hill writes an article, or is featured in this article from Yahoo. Fiona Hill says Putin, quote, got frustrated many times with Trump because the Russian leader had to keep explaining things to him. I'm sure. I'm sure that's what it was. But Hill said that this factored into Putin's decision to invade Ukraine during the Biden administration. So in other words, they write this article, Fiona Hill, who, you know, we could just do a whole show on her and her connections and her activities. She's one of the members of this cabal. She's trying to insult Donald Trump, trying to write a, a hit piece, mocking and humiliating Donald Trump. But what she reveals is that Putin was scared of Trump. and He didn't invade Ukraine. Because Trump was president. And if Trump was president now, he probably would have never invaded Ukraine. Just, I mean, it's just kind of hilarious. Max Abrahams points this out on uh, – Abrams, rather, points this out on Twitter. Fiona Hill accidentally admits here that Putin intentionally waited for Trump to leave office because invading Ukraine was expected to go better with Biden as president. And it is, obviously. We're just run by the most despicable and bloodthirsty warmongers the world has ever seen. Of course, we have a new uh, Ukraine ambassador. I'm sure she is of the highest ethical uh, stature. And then the irony upon irony of this from Justin Trudeau. Putin's decision to expel Canadian media from Moscow is an attempt to silence them from reporting the facts, and this is unacceptable. He says journalists must be able to work safely, free from censorship, intimidation, and interference. That's something Canada will always stand up for. Oh, good Lord. I mean, you could say, like, the irony, it's so thick, it's so palpable. The hypocrisy is so multi layered. It's like a hypocrisy layer cake, hypocrisy croissant. <laughs> All these layers, these flaky layers of hypocrisy. Of course, they silence Canadians who stand up against the Canadian government. But more ironically, Russian outlets in this country and in Canada were obliterated from existence months ago. Right, the Canadian papers lasted in Russia for two months longer than Russian newspapers lasted in Canada, and then they come out to virtue signal about their commitment to free speech It's just every time these people talk, just imagine yourself just being slapped in the face you know and and told that uh, it's ice cream right it's just. horror upon insult just ridiculous uh christina wong also says uh also dug through the 40 billion dollar ukraine aid bill and we'll cover that in just a little bit let's go to calls now we have jim in montana who's called in about ukraine thanks for calling in jim you're on the air
11: hey harrison how are you doing today good thank you good uh- Everybody needs to go to com. buy a shirt. It's a lot of fun when you're walking down the street and people read it and they start laughing and they shake yeah. their heads. So that was my, my plug there. Uh, so you. I'm going to take a step back. Uh, would you say that uh, failure to close the border as it is right now is a treasonous act by not just Biden, but the whole administration?
4: I would, yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay so
11: if you take and you support a treasonous administration with this $40 billion going to the Ukraine, couldn't you technically say that if you support someone who's treasonous and you know that they're treasonous, that you are treasonous also?
4: I I think you could make that argument. The the Democrats will certainly say you can make that argument. After all, they say that – Supporting Donald Trump is uh, treason somehow. So you know, this, this, is the, right. this is the new paradigm we're working in. I'd say typically no, because that's a, a dangerous, you know, a uh, precedent to set that can quickly spiral out of control. But unfortunately, it already has. So uh, in this modern paradigm, yeah, I, I think you could say that.
11: Okay, because I mean that then pretty much any whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, if you support the forty billion going to the Ukraine. That you are supporting a treasonous organization, cut and dry. There's no if ands, or buts about it.
4: I mean the thing is it's like all of this stuff is treasonous or at least all of it is illegal, right? And, right. And, and this th- I- is sort of the, the key to understanding this is that they have – like this is despotism. This is tyranny. That is like the definition of tyranny: is when laws don't matter or are selectively enforced. Like you, you think what happened in Hitler's Germany or Stalin's Russia was tyrannical or you know treasonous against those nations? I, I would say it was, but it was also perfectly legal. It's also you know done by the books. But you know this—it's—it's it's called you know the way Alex Jones puts it—is color of law. There was never a debate. And Congress never passed a law to repeal immigration laws to open the border, right? So the people that are put into place to enforce the laws, they should, under any you know, reasonableness, just enforce the laws. The Congress passes the laws. The executive branch enforces the laws. But now the executive branch says we don't like that law. We don't want to enforce it, and we're not going to enforce it. So they're just making up laws. They're just changing laws at, at will. Making new laws through the Supreme Court or through the DOJ or the CDC or anybody else, whether it's COVID or the Ukrainian war or the southern border, it's color of law, which is tyranny. They don't have any justification for it. They do what
2: they want. And that's it. Back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. It's been out of stock for a while. It's one of uh, three sleep aids we have at InfoWarsStore.com. Uh, this one has been very popular. It sold off the shelves. It's back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support this is probably the strongest sleep aid that we have i would say knockout rocket rest both great comes in pill form this is the liquid tincture and i think this is probably the most powerful one Survival Shield X2 Nascent Iodine. This is, if you haven't done an iodine challenge yet, if you haven't done the iodine challenge, what are you waiting for? Now is the time. Super male and super female vitality. Living Defense Plus and the Organic Greens Fiber Caps. Uh, we have a limited supply of these right now, but we want to sell them all out so we can order a new batch. It was very popular. The Organic Greens Fiber Caps. But we have all kinds of other great supplements that uh, are, are great for so many different things. Take advantage of the those.